Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. This episode is brought to you by Express VPN. Express VPN. It's too easy. In a good way. Yeah, in a good way. It's nice. Red Hot Comic Book Movie News Shooting up your butthole The Weekly Planet, The Weekly Planet Welcome back everybody to another episode of The Weekly Planet where we talk movies and comics and TV shows. My name is James, also known as Mr. Sunday and with me as always is my co-host Nick Mason Mason. It is one of the great pleasures to do a podcast. Isn't it just? It's just, just, didn't Oscar Wilde say that? He He did. It's one of the great pleasures to do a podcast. One of life's sweet retweets. (laughs) Sweet retweets? I think I said retweets, but I meant to say retreat. It's the the sport of kings doing a podcast. If you haven't done a podcast, get out there, do a podcast. Give it a go. People are always like, oh, I think there's enough podcasts actually, but it's like, imagine if somebody was like, Hey, I'm thinking about playing, learning to play guitar, and you're like, "Oh, actually, there are people who already play guitar." <laughs> uh, heard of, have you ever heard of the Edge from U2? I, I have now. He's actually very famous for playing guitar. He's very rich, <laughs> so why would you ever bother? I don't know because it's fun, I guess. Yeah, there was this thing I remember. There was an ad specifically in Australia, which was a was like a comedy bit of celebrities telling normal people not to start a podcast at uh-huh. the start of the pandemic. And I know it was a joke, but it's also like. Maybe there's too many celebrities making podcasts. Maybe there's too many celebrities. <gasps> Let's knock off a few celebrities. That's a good point. Like, off their perch, not to death. Then who do we start with? Guitar players, obviously. Yeah, the edge. <laughs> yeah. The edge is going to cop it first. <laughs> good, the edge good, is going to be pushed off that edge. I hope so. To his death. Just kidding. <gasps> I hope he's all right. Yeah. He probably makes okay music still. Oh, That's great. Yeah, good on him. Uh, speaking of podcasts, though, we, we guested on a few podcasts this week. So no, many. Normally we like to spread these out so it doesn't happen all the time. But everybody's on lockdown, so everybody's making calls and sending That's texts right. and being like, hey, you busy? And I'm like, well, technically no. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I actually did these. I did two uh, before lockdown. One was Moments of Clarity with my friend Matt uh, where we basically talk about YouTube and podcasts and how I got started and, and life stuff and like and having kids and whether you should have, have kids and how the world's going to end. Great. About all the, I, I had a really good time. So that's linked below. And in addition to that, I was on Confessions of the Idiots again. Terrific. Sam Peterson, which is another great podcast, that one with Jess Perkins where they read confessions and then we make fun of those people. Who Were you are, on with Jess Perkins last time? I was, yeah. We, we doubled up. 
doubled up. Killer the dream team. team's back together. That's exactly right. So, yeah, those will be linked below. Moments yeah. of clarity, confessions of idiots. Both are really fun and both are really different. Maybe I'll mention them again next week because I don't like to spruik too many podcasts at <laughs> yeah. once. Speaking so you'll spruik the same podcasts again Correct. next week. Okay, terrific. Well, I was on a friend of the show, Steel Saunders, mm. podcast, but not his podcast about Star Wars because, as we know, don't know anything about Star Wars. Are you on his podcast about Green Guard letters? No, he doesn't do that anymore, but I think he might be bringing it back. <laughs> no, I didn't know that. <laughs> He has many podcasts. He has many businesses. He's all about. He has the many place. live streams. Ma- many streams. Yeah. Uh, but I was on his new podcast, Manchester Lane Radio, mm. where we talked about Melbourne. We yep. talked about trams. We talked about just just podcasts. We also talked about the origin of, of our podcast. And so it'll be fun to listen to both ah. and see if they see if they match up see if in they any line way. Up. Because I feel like the origin of our podcast in my mind has drifted over the years <laughs> sure. to, to how it actually started. Yeah. I mean, you know, obviously we started. At, as the sport of kings, right? Yes, we that's were, right. We were lounging in like wicker chairs <laughs> in a country house. We're yeah. like, we should start a podcast. Yes, we're very well to do. But what if, right. we, what if we did a podcast? We said, <laughs> that's right. yeah. So I think those stories probably match up. Yeah, then. but I would uh, would check out all those podcasts definitely. Yeah. And let's uh, we're going to give you a rundown of what's going to happen this week, Mason. Okay, get great. ready. Um, first of all, we'll talk a little about, about Loki, which starts this week. There's time codes for all of this. Shazam's got a little teaser. Mm-hmm. We've got an early look of the Batman in Flash. Some Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles news. Uh, the Reminiscence the Reminisce trailer. I did see that. Uh, I'm excited for you to explain what happened in that trailer. Me too. I'm excited to figure it out on the fly. Great. Uh, Mission Impossible 7 news. Uh, Thor Love and Thunder news. Some dates for What If, the What If series. Great. Jupiter's Legacy is no longer going to be doing any of that no. anymore. And but there's a spin-off of sorts, yes, of sorts, which we'll get into, mm. and then uh, Sweet Tooth as well. We're going to, which just hit Netflix, which we're going to talk we're about. We're going to do a somewhat deep dive. Somewhat, that's right, because you've seen some of it and I've seen all of it, and that's so right. together we've seen a decent amount. We've seen one and a half Sweet Tooths. That's right. So we're Ex- the foremost experts on this, I think. I agree. Uh, so just off up the top, our Loki reviews are going to start this week. Uh, they go up early. The audio edition of BigSandwich.co. We might be getting a screener, so we're going to try and do a spoiler. Free review if we get that. I think, and I I wanted to do this while we were doing uh, WandaVision or Falcon and the Winter Mm. Soldier. I would have liked to um, get it early enough so that uh, the great Rob Collings could put together a video, Mm. you know, recapping an episode as the episode is going live on Disney Plus. Ah, So, like, so it's even slightly ahead of time. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be terrific. Mm. The problem with the version we get is it's got my fucking name across it. Yeah. So we can't use it in any of the editing. That's true, yeah. Yeah, but uh, so that's, that's, I don't like that. Yeah. But what do you do? Yeah. Anyway, they're starting this week, which is good, I think. We could just put a black bar through the middle of the video. That's true. That would work. The bar could say, deal with it. (laughs) You just got to deal with it. Maybe you could say, you just got to deal with it. It's a little bit nicer. Yeah, nice. Just got to deal with this black bar. Oh, we could Photoshop it like that little pair of Pixel sunglasses. Oh, yeah, very good. You just got to have to deal deal with this one. Did you see the teaser for Shazam, the little teaser? No, I only saw, saw set photos of Shazam's new costume. Oh, yeah, the new suit. What do you think? Looks pretty similar, doesn't it? I think it's lower neckline. I think it's uh, like a little bit tighter, like it's a oh. less kind of bloaty. Maybe it's because of... Zachary Levi's a bit more bloaty. Maybe he is. No, I think it's more like uh, mar- like the first one was kind of marshmallowy. Oh, you know I mean, and... yeah, it was more. It was sort of more comical and silly. Yeah, yeah. and okay. this one's a little bit um, different in that sense. Yeah, but I, I, I like them both, and they're supposed to be. Ridiculous, like it's a ridiculous yeah, sure. costume. They're yeah, not, yeah. like know. he's he's uh, he's supposed to be like an idealized version of either like he's sometimes he's 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 missing dad, but it's like yeah. he, it's uh, it's an exaggeration of the existing superheroes in the world. So so yeah. if Superman is big, 
Shazam is huge. Yeah, exactly. And Black Adam is even huger. It's even huger. Uh, so I guess if people are wondering if the Snyderverse will continue, it will because Shazam is probably set in that universe. Maybe isn't yeah, it? Yeah, definitely, certainly. That's probably, really exciting. Maybe. maybe it is. I don't. I don't really know. The little teaser was like, you see Shazam and he's in like silhouetted in the dark, and he's like, "Why is it so dark?" Why is it so dark in here? It's a funny teaser. Because movies. I like how funny are. it was. I didn't see it, but yeah, it's very short. But sure. uh, <laughs> unless you've made it funnier than it was, that's probably I probably did. <laughs> I probably did in the retelling of that. You're gonna you're gonna have to do with that as well. <laughs> I'll go and I'll check the I'll go and I'll check the teaser on YouTube later, and it'll have like two hundred thousand thumbs down. <laughs> People are like this isn't funny. Boo. <laughs> did you see this went out over the weekend? Uh, an early look at. Batman. I was going to say the Batman. There's different versions of Batman. There's Batman. Mm. There's the Dark Knight. Yes. There's the '60s Batman. That's right. There's Batfleck. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's, there's Lego Batman. There's Lego Batman. Mm-hmm. There's others animated yep. and such. Mm. But this is Batman '89, which is just Batman. No, he's Batman '89. Okay, cool. <laughs> Criminals around Gotham City are like, look, it's Batman '89. <laughs> Is he 89 years old? No, that would be ridiculous. He's, How- a, he's a middle-aged man. He's stuck in the late 80s. <laughs> look at the head, Look at the mullet that's coming out of that, that cowl. <laughs> Batman 89. I'm loving that. Yeah. But anyway, we got a, a look at the bat symbol. We did, yeah. From that Keaton costume because he's mm. going to be, of course, appearing in The Flash as the original, his original version. Yeah. So specifically for people who haven't Sorry, seen yeah, yeah. it, is the, it's the yellow oval bat mm. symbol because, you know, modern day versions are like the yellow on a bat suit, yeah. we think not. They fixed it though because the shape in the original is different. It's got a it? little extra. Yeah. It's got some extra little things by the, by the bat tail. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I like it. And also it's got a little bit of blood on it. Yeah. It's interesting that one of the first things we see from this, the Flash movie, is Batman. <laughs> do you though? think? Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, they know who they're marketing to. Yeah, they, they really do. Yeah. yeah. So what did you uh what do you think? What do you um, think it is? What do you think? I mean, it could be it could be the the Could be nothing. It could be nothing, <laughs> certainly, yes. <laughs> it could be it could be uh it could just be, you know, Flash reading a Batman comic book. Yeah, totally. In his regular universe. I mean, it could be the Thomas Wayne, mm. Batman, meaning the the Flashpoint Batman, which sure. is the universe where Bruce Wayne was killed instead of Thomas Wayne, and mm. so Thomas Wayne became a more violent Batman. Yep. Which and and his his suit has like the yellow oval bat, but it's got a red yeah sort of red addition to it. So maybe that's what this is. Sure. You know, uh, or it could be nothing. I think it's uh it's definitely Keaton, and I think they're doing the reverse Flash fights Batman scene. Oh. Even though that's from a Watchmen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Prequel yeah. comic. Uh-huh. I don't want Watchmen movies anymore, please. <laughs> sure. If we could just stop with all of that. Because uh-huh. I didn't love that comic. I don't know if you did. that The Doomsday Clock. Yeah. Look, um, I do need to read it again, to be fair. Yeah, look, I, I did, you know, after it eventually all came out over two years or however yeah. long ago, I did read the whole thing and I think it should have just been a standalone Watchmen yes. sequel. I think it would have worked better like that. I enjoyed the new characters they introduced. Agreed. I enjoyed the new status quo of that world like mm. you know because it because the original ended on a cliffhanger and it's like what's it going to be like a decade later or more yeah um and i like that it went in a different direction from the tv series i like that we had two yeah. potential futures of that universe but and also because it was obviously a, a means to explain something that was happening in another continuity was, yes oh, the, all this stuff that happened in the dc universe over the last 10 years it was the result of this i don't need to like i, no. I would have preferred it to be a standalone yeah but it wasn't yeah, and it's it also sort of is because it might be different. Oh, it might end, it might not even be the real. Yeah, it might be a different DC universe. I guess yeah. I don't know. But then all yeah. the universes 
come back at the end or something. Too, too much, too much information. <laughs> or they're gone again. Mm. I don't know where we're at. Yeah. But no, I think um, I think the Flashpoint Batman, the, the Thomas Wayne is going to be the Keaton version. That's yeah. what I think they're doing. Mm-hmm. So I, it'll be Bruce Wayne. Yeah, I okay, think yeah. I think so. I don't yeah. know, but I think that's what it's going to be. Mm. Yeah, because they know how to market a Flash yeah. film, put Batman in it. I mean, it might be multiple Batman. It could be, totally. There might be. I would love that. Yeah. I think it's going to get to a point where I'm like, I would love that. Multiple Spider-Man, multiple Batman. It's going to get to a point where I go, I hate this. Stop doing it. Sure, yeah. And yeah. they won't. And they won't. Mm. It'll keep going. Did Have you, you seen that meme floating around recently? It's mm. that Brooklyn Nine-Nine meme. Which one? Where uh, Jake Peralta, he's leaning into the car. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I have seen and that. he's like, I love, the, I love the DC comic book lineup. And, mm. and Zoe Deschanel's like, do you name name half of the comics they publish? And he's like, Batman. It's like, <laughs> yeah. I, uh, yeah. I am too low with that. Yeah. There's a lot of Batman. That is good. Isn't that starting again soon, last season? Brooklyn maybe? Nine-Nine, maybe, yeah. It is, yeah. Because I know they retooled the entire thing because of events mm. in the real world. Events in the real Hate world. Hate to get political. <laughs> sure. Uh, but events happen in the real world. Sorry, real everyone. World. Yeah, we didn't do it. But, uh, you know, maybe we could all try a little better. James, I did a little bit of No, you shouldn't have done it. No, I did it. Though. Oh, no. Seth Rogen came out and he was like, <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, his version, animated, is coming out August 11th of 2023. Okay, cool. So I right. think he was a fan because we're about the same age as him, I think. So yeah. he would have been a fan as a kid and he's bringing it back. He's probably younger and more successful. I think he is younger and more successful. Right, terrific. It's interesting that he would take that approach. So we're doing this approach. Yeah, yeah, Do yeah. Do you think that's interesting? <laughs> <laughs> That's more uh, Beavis and Butthead, but... Yeah, what, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people... Uh, we get comments every now and then. It's like, do you guys smoke weed? Do you want to smoke <laughs> weed? You know, you'd be so much funnier if you smoked weed. <laughs> but it's like, can't wait till you get weed as legalised here. It's not legalised, but you can get it. It's it's literally Sometimes everywhere. Sometimes you just get an email that says weed. <laughs> yeah. I'm walking around. I'm smelling it all the time, mate. Well... Um, anyway, that's not relevant. We got, said, an e- we got an email uh, <laughs> this week and it was like, was Claire drunk on the last episode? Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, she was baby exhausted. Yeah, what exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's right. She's at 40%. Mm, that's right. So combined, yeah. you guys are at 80%, which it's, is not enough. Just, <laughs> not enough right. to raise your kids. Definitely not. Yeah, she gets giddy and I get dour. That's what mm. happens when we, get, when we get tired. And your children rise up and become the heads of the household. <laughs> that's right. So we got a trailer this week for um, Reminiscence, mm. a.k.a. Hugh Jackman thinks about his memories somewhat. Uh, oh, that's great. Do <laughs> you ever think about your memories? Somewhat. Yeah. yeah. So this is actually director Lisa Joy. Jonathan Nolan is her husband. Ah. They work together on Westworld. Jonathan Nolan is, of course, the brother of Christopher Nolan. And they work on scripts together. That's right. For various things, including probably Memento. Name three scripts they've worked on together. Memento, probably. Yep. You could, have just said, you could have just said the Dark Knight trilogy. Oh, did okay. Because that would also be like that meme. Or the original one? I yeah, can't yeah, remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because it, it looks like Inception, right? Not, <laughs> not exactly, but it's got that feel, right? It's got right? that feel, yeah. What, so, There's a lot of water rushing up on buildings. Yeah, but it's real. The Whoa. water's real in this one, mm, isn't it? Because yeah. the world is, there's too much water yeah, now. But, okay, so, so what in ha- the future. So there's too much so water. There's, so there's a few, it's a future in which there's too much water. Yep. And people are like, damn, I wish I could reminisce to a past when there wasn't as much water. But some. Some water. I don't I mean, want no, yeah, I don't want to be, I don't want to be thinking about my memories in the past and I'm all parched. Yeah. I don't want to be parched in the past. No. Reminisce too parched. In the past, but so I want to. Think, I want to think of a little bit of water, but then I'm Hugh Jackman. Can you put these electrodes on my head yeah. so I can reminisce about the past? Yes, 
Uh, and he's like, okay. But I have Matt, to sit in a bath. Yes. That's part of it. But sometimes Hugh Jackman yeah. reminisces out about the past, but that's dangerous, but he's doing it anyway for some reason. He's done it too much, maybe. Yeah, maybe he's done it too much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe he's... Maybe he's Wife's in the computer. Yeah. You know? She's dead or not dead. Yeah, I yeah, don't yeah. know. But, I mean, Inception, the wife was dead, if you recall. Spoiler alert. Or maybe she wasn't, according to some fan theories. Like, she was trying to get him out. Oh, yeah, and okay, he, yeah. And he's yeah, yeah, in yeah. the dream okay. still, but he doesn't know. I don't think that's what that movie is, but that's a theory. <laughs> do, you think maybe, do you think maybe she's in this movie and she's trying to get Hugh Jackman out? Maybe she like, is. Maybe that's... <laughs> maybe that's Maybe it's true in this movie yeah. but not in the previous one. Maybe she gave up on DiCaprio and just went, fuck it, leave him. Yeah. I'm just going to – I'll get someone else out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this, guy's, this guy's sleeping on a bench with electrodes on his head. Close enough. <laughs> this will do. Does it feel like it could be set in the Inception universe? Ooh. I don't think it is. No, I don't think that yeah, – but... it's, pro- it's probably some sort of complicated web of ownership where like mm. – yeah, <laughs> You know how a husband can't testify against their wife? Is that true? Apparently. Is that actually true, though? Probably not. Yeah. Um, but it, maybe it's a thing where, like, you can't use your husband's brother's IP in a movie. To testify against your wife. You're not allowed. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. I think if this wasn't Hugh Jackman, uh-huh. uh, then I'd probably – and, you know, it wasn't these people involved, I'd be like, weird Inception knockoff. But looks genuinely interesting yeah, to right. me. Yeah, it do- I mean, it does look – whenever I see an Inception knockoff, I'm like, it, it's an Inception knockoff and it looks really cheap. Though. Yes, that's what I'm saying, look, yeah. But this does look very, very expensive yes. and very – that's what I mean. There's yeah, a yeah. lot of – I mean, they even kind of did – not kind of, they did flatline this again. Oh, yeah. I, I bet they went like Inception, but whatever. Mm, yeah. The last time there was a Nolan-esque spinoff was uh, – Johnny Depp was an AI or something. Inception sleepover camp. That's what you're thinking of. <laughs> Fuck's it cold. Do you know the one I'm talking about? Nope. Uh, it's It was called like, it was about like the singularity or something and Johnny Depp got cancer and then they put oh, him in a yeah, computer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sp- how was that a spinoff? No, it wasn't, but it was the guy behind. One so, of the dudes that brought you. The cinematographer of like Inception. Ah, right, right. One of those bros from Inception. Yeah. All those dudes. He, Wally Fister. I was going to say that, but I couldn't remember his name. He made it, yeah. Ah, uh, okay, yeah, yeah. I, and I it, remember that. I remember I remember the trailer and the poster and thinking, maybe when that's on streaming, I'll watch it. Transcendence. Maybe. Transcendence, there we go. Johnny Depp thinks about whether he's an AI or not. Mm. He is. Or he's not. Oh. At the end, he's proven to, that doesn't matter. I thought it was okay. A lot yeah, of people yeah. hate it. I'm like, I'd heard it was really terrible and I watched it and I'm like, it's not that bad. It's all right. It kind of should look better considering mm. who's directing it. Anyway, uh, speaking of... But here's the thing, mm, though. Uh, yes. If, if the cinematographer's doing the directing, yeah, well, who's that, he going to get? Mm. Not him, mm. a worse cinematographer. That's right. It's like if you go to a barber. They have a bad haircut, they're no, the best the, barber. That's right. But if they have a good haircut... The other guy's the best barber. That's right. That's right. Mm. Just maybe just maybe just shop around a bit. Oh, yeah, if we, maybe check Yelp. You don't want to you don't go in and be like, oh, so he's got a good hair. But does he cut <laughs> his hair? Because if there's more than two barbers, That's you're right. like, who's cutting whose hair? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, of course, they all have a sign out the front that says one of the barbers lies and one always tells the <laughs> truth. And you're like, oh, that's the second layer. Oh, oh, no. Nah. The guy's like, do you want a brew? Like, I don't want a brew. I don't want a brew. It's 11 a.m. No, I don't okay, want no, a brew. I have a Cooper's man. Have a, have a Cooper's red man. <laughs> you ever, oh, you don't, you don't go and get your hair cut at a, at a barber. No, though, generally do you? not. No. Would, you, would you accept a Cooper's, though? No, I don't even drink beer. Yeah, exactly. I would, I would have a cider, but they wouldn't sure. have a cider. They, or maybe they'd give, us, give me a cider and a side eye. They'd be like, really? Mm. You know yeah. we have to go up the street to yeah, get yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want yeah, this yeah, warm no, cider? Yeah, I want it. Yeah, go get it. 
Uh, here we go. Mission Impossible 7 News. Mm. Update. Furious Mission Impossible 7 News. Seems that way. Mission Impossible. Mission Impossible. Oh, speaking of Furious, Caravan of Garbage this week. We're kicking off Fast and Furious, aren't we? That's right. Oh, my God. Oh, We've be... got a lot of stuff to say about these movies, let me tell you. You better believe we do, mm. especially the second one at this point, because <gasps> we had a, a very unique experience, didn't we? It's true, we did. Which we'll talk about. Anyway, uh, Mission Impossible 7. We have temporarily halted production on Mission Impossible 7 until June 14th due to positive uh, coronavirus test results during routine testing. More than one. Seems that bunch. Uh, we are follow- had a phone party. They may have. We are following all safety protocols and we'll continue to monitor the situation. Depending on how this happened, mm. Tom Cruise, I'd imagine, would be furious or very understanding. I don't know. I, I saw that he was furious, but maybe that's just the tabloids. Yeah. And also, you know why? He's probably, I, re- if I, reckon t- I reckon two things. Mm-hmm. I reckon he's doubly furious. Wow. One, because of the COVID thing. Mm. And two, because he got all his fury out last time on a much smaller incident. Where do you go from there? You can't go, can't go up. Maybe yeah. you can, though. I mean- this stuff, this thing, I mean, because we're currently in a lockdown again, mm. it, just get, it just gets out. Like it's just yeah. one person passes another person and you can just, you just get it. You just get or it. you don't sometimes. Sometimes you yeah, don't. So we don't really know what happens. So, so what we're saying, chill out, Tom yeah. Cruise. Just Tom Cruise, for once in your life. God, go fly a plane, idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Do you reckon he sleeps on a moving treadmill like he runs sleeps? Oh, maybe, yeah, yeah, like a horse. Like a horse, yeah. <laughs> like a noble steed. Um, I don't know. No, I, but I, I wouldn't put it past him to occasionally sleep in those leg manacles and you just swing from a door frame. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Do you reckon he's doing that leg stretching? He's had that leg extension no, surgery? No, I don't think so, no. Do you reckon because it could mess up his running? Exactly, yeah. For those people who don't know, there's a surgery you can get where they put... I feel we've talked about it. I, I think it's fascinating that people would do this, though. It's got like a medieval torture yeah, device you put, built they into They put it. metal rods in your shins and they they slowly twist them over months. So they break. And, yeah, and it gives you like a couple of inches of height, maybe? Maybe. Yeah. yeah. But then you just got long shins. Right? Like it doesn't make any... Yeah. It's weird. Or... You can go, I'm going to do it. Or you can go to the mall and give them a pair of your pants and be like, can you t- make these slightly shorter? Mm. And they go, yeah. Yep. They'll be ready tomorrow. I'm going to have to break your shins, though. Oh, no. <laughs> your money's no good here. We only take broken limbs. That's right. So uh, that's, you know, it's still going to come out mid-next year or whatever. So yeah. Or early. They seem very committed to finishing this. Yeah, that's if right. If there's been two scares and they're yeah. like, no, let's keep going. Well, they were going to do back-to-back initially. They were going to film back-to-back. Oh, seven and eight. Yeah. Can't remember. Which they didn't end up doing. Mm. Do you think they might be doing for the next Fast movies? I don't know. I can't remember. Ten well, and eleven. <laughs> Yes, they're, oh the, they're, the fina- they're doing like an Infinity War Endgame mm. scenario style. That's why yeah. they've compared it. Yeah. Now, this is a bit of a, bit of a spoiler, not a spoiler. Mm. Uh, for uh, We do our podcast, obviously, James and Mesa's Time Crapsule. What up, dogs? Each, uh, each uh, episode we cover a different year in pop culture. Yes. We're going to eventually determine which is the best year in pop culture and all the rest are going to be removed gonna from get the timeline. The but we learned recently that uh, – the movie from the fifties, the Fast and the Furious, yes. which has the name, you know, which, which the name of which was taken for the Fast and, for the Fast Saga. Saga. Roger Corman was in it. Yes. So went put him in ten and eleven because <laughs> you know there's always somebody yeah, there's coming always back, someone alive always somebody coming back. So n- n- like uh, yep. infamous B movie schlock director Roger Corman. He's like was in ninety five. Was the yeah, we figure yeah. out? Did you say that already? Something like that. Yeah. yeah. So Man, just, incredible. So just. Connect them all. I'm saying. I agree. We, the, the 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 discussion we had was: is it can if you if you 
if you connected them, does that make it the longest running film franchise in history? Maybe. Potentially, yes. I mean, not really, but I think it'd be funny to bring Roger Maybe. Corman into one. I agree. And then they fight monsters. They fight monsters. <laughs> there was a clickbait article this week about somebody wanted to connect the Jurassic, Jurassic Park and, and, yeah. and Fast and Furious universes. Sure. Why not do it? I mean, it doesn't matter. <laughs> None of them mean. Imagine if they did. None of them mean anything. No, but that would be the best. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Doesn't it, like you wouldn't even have to do a portal. You could just be like, yeah, this was always Jurassic Park world. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> we just never brought it up because yeah. we're we're not in, we're not really interested in it. You know how like car guys only ever talk about car stuff and dinosaur guys, and only then ever occasionally, talk about yeah, exactly. How much they get beat up, and occasionally, yeah, occasionally you'd be like, hey man, you wanna you wanna go to the dinosaur park? And he's like, no, no. working on my street rod or whatever. <laughs> I'm working on my street rod. You know? yeah. yeah. Or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I'm working on my WRX. Or whatever. Or whatever. I'm just adding glowing lights to underneath it, all right? Yeah. It's going to take me all morning. And you're like, you could put a glowing light under a brachiosaurus. And they're like, <sighs> could you though? No, probably not. I mean, you could, but it's also, it'd be up high. Mm. So it wouldn't mean anything. That's true. You know what I mean? Your, your lights got to be low, man. Yeah. Yeah. You can, we can make a lowered one. <laughs> you could have the legs shortening surgery. <laughs> Get them real low. <laughs> Uh, Thor Love and Thunder has wrapped. Did you oh. see the photo of Chris M. Hemsworth this week in the wrapped photo? No, what's he doing? Is he being huge? He's the biggest man. He's, he's, is it him and Tyka? It's yes. Black and white, I have seen that Okay, photo. yeah. He's, he's huge. enormous. Yeah. Probably because he's doing drugs. <laughs> if I had to. Um, now, this isn't you throwing shade. No. This is pointing out. They all do it. There are people out there being like, oh, man, I wish I was as huge as Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. Don't um, worry about and it. And he also, yeah, don't worry. But you also. You shouldn't worry about it because it also, Obviously, has like perfect nutrition and trainers, yeah, and, yeah. and people make. And he's got meals. that app. He has. He's got an app. He that follows he has. that app. Yeah, exactly. He follows his own app. Where he does a lot. He of... pays the monthly fee, and he <laughs> looks at his own app. Yeah, fourteen not ninety five a month. And he does that good. thing with the ropes. You need yeah, he does the two ropes, the ropes, and you whip the two ropes. But you don't have that on the app because most people don't have the two ropes. So you're just doing leg raises, ah. and that's how you get like that. That's yeah. how you do it. But uh, not to say that I'm not saying he doesn't work hard because <laughs> obviously he does. That is even if you're on gear or what or <laughs> testosterone replacement or whatever. It's still it's still it's still virtually impossible, mm. but it's just something that people just I think should be aware of. And again, I don't not in a bad way. It's good good for him. Like <laughs> I'm just I'm just so people know. Anyway, Taika Waititi says this film is the craziest thing I've ever done, and I'm honoured to bust my ass and have a nervous breakdown. Uh, so see you in May of 2022. Oh. About a year from now, we're going to be uh, getting a look. And he's also dressed in his Korg outfit. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. So there you go. It's all happening. That means the return of Korg, obviously. I hope so. Unless he's, that's just his look now. Might just be, yeah. Went from a romper to that. And why not? Do you want some was more? Was Korg in the final battle of Endgame? He was. Probably. He was definitely there, I think. Yeah. I mean, he was in, he was in Endgame, so presumably he was yeah, there, yeah. right? Yeah. What if the Eternals were there? Whoa. Oh. <laughs> we'll find out. In... They ran space going, oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. I take where, a... would, where would I even park the ship? <laughs> I take leave of this place. <laughs> oh. Oh, wait, it's over. Let's go, let's go back. <laughs> that was quick, actually. It was quite quick. <laughs> what if the mm. animated series uh, is coming out August 23rd? I don't know mm. if you saw this. They confirmed a few other things this week um, that Tony Stark goes to Sakaar, Captain Marvel something. I can't remember. Sure. Uh, Thor never gets sent to Earth but then decides to have a party on Earth. He throws like a massive nine-round party on Earth. Okay, cool. Why not? Yeah, nice. So that's great. all happening uh, I don't know the length of these. I don't. I don't know if they're an hour length or half an hour or whatever. But have you finished Modok? Have you watched more Modok? 
I watched because uh, in Australia, as yeah. people might know, we only we're only getting one episode a week. Mm. So I've seen the first one and I've seen the second one where Modoc and his estranged wife go back in time to a third eye blind third eye blind concert. Oh, really? In the nineties. Is yeah. it good? Yeah, it's fun. I like yeah. it. Yeah. Because I've heard some people who are like, oh, I don't love it, but I haven't. People who've watched the whole thing, but I haven't. Oh, right. Okay. I've only seen the first one. So, um, which I enjoy. I mean, you know, it's it's. I think it's fun. I enjoy all the people involved. Sean Willits, oh, you might know, ah. animated the Batman v Superman um, alternate video yes, on our channel. Right. Uh, he worked on that. Some of the like amazing shots in this, he oh, wow. he did. So because cool. he's worked on like Robot Chicken and a bunch of other stuff. So yeah, right. he's amazing. So that's really cool. Uh, so there's a lot of his work in it. Mm. Just FYI, that's right. Uh, so if there's shots that you think look amazing, he did it. That's right. He did that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Check out his. Twitter. So you're welcome from us. Yeah. Wrap it out. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, uh, we like to we like to you know we like to use our influence to raise people above us. Correct, and then we just you know you take some credit, mess around in the muck, just skim know? a little off the top. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Love it. That's uh, right. We have an assortment of Modoc eyes in a box. <laughs> they send them to us. Yeah, that's it. Sad news if you liked Jupiter's Legacy, which was us and nobody else apparently. <laughs> Evidently, a lot yeah. of comment, I put up that YouTube video and people are like, this show sucks. It yeah, sucks. Uh-huh. sucks. The reason why I don't think it sucks and I think it's okay. Yes, go First on. of all, I think it gets stronger as it goes, mm. which I'm also not a big fan of. But it's like it gets good at episode four. Should have gotten it's good at episode late. one. But yes. if you've seen something like Thunder Force, that sucks. Oh, yeah, definitely. And yeah. these are not the same things. No, no, no. no that's, why I, that's why I'm like. I mean, they might is, be. I mean, mm. people might say, oh, Thunder Force, it gets good at minute 21, but we didn't get that far. <laughs> no, so. we certainly didn't. There's, a, um, there's an old Monty Python's Flying Circus sketch. Mm. It's called the All England Summarizing Proust Competition. And it's a bunch of competitors get up on stage and they each have 15 seconds to summarize um, Marcel Proust's seven volume, 4,000 page. Uh, novel Remembrance of Times Past, right. and of course because it's Monty Python, all the um, all the contestants are a variety of lunatics. Yeah. But the the final contestant, it's like a choral singing group, and they spend their entire fifteen seconds getting in a harmony. So they're like Proust in his first book wrote about wrote about Proust in his first book wrote about wrote about Proust in his first book wrote about, and then the bell goes, and the compere's like, sorry to say, you didn't even get p- to the start of the first volume. <laughs> and when I heard this this announcement, I'm like. Hey, Jupiter's Legacy, you didn't even get to the first volume no, of, this, I know. Of, this, of this comic book. You, so now you adapted I'm... it, but you, you got to like maybe issue two of yeah. the comic book and the rest was this yeah. old-timey filler. That's And look, I liked the old-timey filler, but as I said yeah. at the time, maybe that should have been one episode yeah. as opposed to stretched out across the whole thing. And now I'm mad that it's cancelled <laughs> because they didn't do any of the good stuff. Yeah, because... Because that's what I was looking... I'm like, okay, yeah. now we've done this preamble... We yeah. could do the comic. Because Jupiter's, Le- Jupiter's Legacy, the comic book, is sort of... It's good, by the way. Yeah, you should good. read it. It yeah. starts out quite like a normal-ish superhero comic book and then it goes in directions of like, well, what if you were a superhero and you could do anything but the world wasn't the way you thought it would be? Would you change things and yeah. do this? And who would betray who and all this sort of stuff? And it gets, you know, bigger and wilder. But this... And I think it's, you know, it might be... Be- like, we enjoyed it, I think. most. I think I wonder if it's because... We are so saturated with superhero stuff mm. and we've watched all the like the, the Marvel stuff and the DC stuff so many times yeah. that when something does something a little bit different, you're like, yeah. oh, this is intriguing. But I think maybe if, you, if you're a person, you've, maybe you've watched you know, the Marvel stuff once and the DC stuff once and you mm. see a thumbnail, it's like superhero at, on Netflix yeah. and you go, oh, this, is, this might be interesting and you click it and then literally half the show mm. 
is people without superpowers having arguments in the olden times. About bank accounts. About bank accounts. You'd be like, I was promised more superhero yeah. stuff. And again, like the, the early superhero stuff, and this was a criticism leveled against it, and mm. I think they're probably right. Yeah. Uh, it's not, like, it's not mind-boggling. No, it's not. And I think we even talked about that. Like, yeah, it's yeah. fine. Mm. And here's something else. Here's something that is mind-boggling. Yes. This show cost $200 million. Sure did. Did you know that? I, I learned that this week, yeah. It should be better. Yep. And so I'm, like, retroactively taking back some of the yeah. stuff I said. I think most of the money went to the old-timey. It seems that like way, Like, they would have yeah. had to build, you know, old-timey sets and all the old-timey costumes and Old-timey whatever. boat? Yeah, yeah. Like, if it's a superhero movie and you've got six characters, you need to build six superhero suits. But if you have, like... If you, if everything's set in the past and you've got hundreds of extras, you've got to put them all in old timey clothes and yep. give them old timey makeup and cast hunched over old crones. That's you right. Know? What are you going to hire Kurtwood Smith? You know the what? Sorry, you got to hire Kurtwood Smith, the guy that Red old timey. Yeah, Red. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that seventies dad. That seventies dad. Yeah. Did you ever watch that eighties show? I watched one episode of that eighties show. I heard it's bad. <laughs> okay, sure. That's what I heard. Can confirm based on that one episode I watched. <laughs> good, good, good. Uh, I just got some viewing minutes here. So apparently, in the f- in the first weekend, it uh, got six hundred ninety six million uh, minutes watched. What does that mean to us, Netflix? What does it mean? Well, if you can comp- compare that to Mitchell's versus the Machines, okay, uh, which had eight hundred fifty three million uh, minutes watched, which is about one hundred fifty more, mm. one hundred fifty million more, and that's a two hour movie, yes, as opposed to a eight hour whatever series, whatever it was. Yeah, yeah. so it's kind of. I mean, they kind of blew it by not doing enough, to be honest. But that being said, uh, Mark Millar, who sold all of his properties, including this, to Netflix, yeah. all of the ones that he currently has the rights to, yes, he's confident they'll, that it will be able to make a return. Uh, and we will return to the world of Jupiter's Legacy at a later time. But yeah. all the cast have been released at this point. Yeah, because they said, they didn't say cancelled, they didn't say on hiatus, they said we might rework this somehow. And it's like, and they should, will you? Because then they can do the comic yeah that's right i don't know whether they can though now i think they might have missed that window i just assumed if if um say avengers if netflix put this much money into it then they would have backed it but it must have wildly underperformed yeah for them to make this decision mm-hmm. yeah but it's not completely over for this world because because if you get the 696 million minutes mm. and you divide it by you know eight episodes maybe an hour an episode and then you divide it by two because yeah, that that's our, it, it's we just us. It. We watched three hundred and fifty billion minutes each. Yeah, we were very so, involved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Until we we knew it was two hundred million dollars. Yeah. <laughs> that's like more than Game of Thrones. That's so much. Like yeah. I didn't. Re- that's and also who knows with budgets? You know what I mean? That's true. Yeah. Who knows with anything? Is that more than game? More than a season of Game more of Thrones? More than a season. I think Game of Thrones by the end was ten million an episode. Something like wow, that. That's that's still less. Than yeah. Jupiter's Legacy. Yeah. Wow. So there you go. I, maybe it's because this is kind of the Miller, the first Miller World thing mm. on Netflix, like the first original thing, right? Yeah. Yes, I believe. Yes. So maybe they were like big push. Yep. Tons of money into it. Keep all the costumes and sets and whatever. People are gonna love it. Yep. And then we can then we can be like, and this is from the like this is from the bros who brought you Jupiter's Legacy next yeah. time, and they do the next thing. And, yes. Right? So they're like, we invest huge at the start. Yep. And then it will pay dividends, but apparently it is not. That's right. Go big or go home. They said, yeah. but instead, they're just going home. Everybody's going home. Josh Duhamel's going home. I know. Yeah. I think he's gonna be. I saw, I watched an interview with Conan O'Brien uh, with Timothy Olfen. You know, he's wrapping up his show and they're friends. And yep. Timothy Olfen talked about how. 
they always get confused for each other. Yeah, yeah. And he got um, Josh Dumal to take his Christmas card photo uh, that he <laughs> sent to his family. So wow. it's so it's Tim and the Alford's family with Josh Dumal, and he said his mum didn't know to see that. that wow, it, that it wasn't him in the photo. <laughs> yeah, I mean he's not wrong, is he? They look very similar. They look, yeah. So apparently Josh Dumal is, is taller. So okay. There you go. Mm-hmm. We've all learned something. Yeah. The TV show Las Vegas. He was in that, wasn't he? Was he? Oh, yeah, he was. He was. Yeah, yeah, cool, man. Yeah. So, but the universe isn't over because there is a live action Super Crook series, which is moving forward, set in, set in the same universe. Yep. I don't think I've read Super Crooks. Have you read it? I have read Super Crooks. I was not aware that it was in the same universe. I didn't know. Or maybe it's maybe the maybe comic it wasn't isn't. in the comics, but now it uh, is. Okay, yeah. And is it going to be animated? The Super Crooks. There is an animated version. Okay, but they're also doing this. So this is. Uh, I can read you the synopsis. Please. Super Crooks is a return to the world of Jupiter's legacy with a ragtag ga- ragtag ragtag gang of super ragtag villains. gang of orangutans. <laughs> Uh, con artists, petty thieves, and leg breakers who band together for the heist of the century. And, and the twist, they're all orangutans. They're all orangutans. And the most outrageous crime story you'll ever see in your life. I So I'm pretty sure it's live action because I think they're also doing an animated. Ah, right, okay. I think. Okay. But I don't quote me on that unless you'd like to quote me on that. Mm. Oh, he's writing it down. Put it in all the trade papers. <laughs> So, Deadline reports. Yeah, we'll see how that James goes. James said this. <laughs> and there's no other, there's no, there's no source quote. <laughs> they don't explain who we are. <laughs> and everybody's like, James, ooh. If James said it, it must be true. Must be true. People assume whatever, James. Yeah, it's important. Mm. What did you, um, what do you think of Super Crooks, though, from memory? I enjoyed it. It's got great art. Yeah. Which will not translate to live action, obviously. Sure. Um, it's, it's sort of, it's, it's. From Mark Miller's kind of quite edgy yeah. years, I think. Sure. So, you know. They're all like effing and jeffing, are they? Everybody's effing and jeffing, yeah. They're rude for my yeah, taste. I know, right? Yeah. There'll be an ad here, won't there, Mason? Yeah, that's right. Unless you're in the, uh, the ad free feed. feed. In which case, you can only dream. Yeah. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. When picking a commerce platform for your business, you got two choices. Oh, this piece of mother... Or... Sales. I definitely prefer... Don't you? Because that's a sound you'll hear when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that's supercharging your selling wherever you sell, online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Shopify is the best all-in-one commerce platform capable of handling your business's complexity no matter how big you grow. Step up to Shopify and harness the best converting checkout and the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. For example, Ruggable, Nix, Magnolia... 
cotton, and so many more. Now you're probably thinking, sure, but migrating is going to be a headache. The Shopify app store has the migration apps that you need to migrate your products, orders, customers, and more from every e-commerce platform to Shopify. And maybe you're one of those people who are like, hey, don't put me in a box. I don't want to be in this box, either metaphorically or for real. Thankfully, Shopify never will, because with Shopify, you can control your brand and business from your storefront look to your back office operations. You know what's really annoying when you're checking out from an online store and you have to put in all your payment details and all sorts of numbers and letters and whatnot? Well, with the Shopify store, they actually remember my shipping address or your shipping address if you were using yours, plus the payment information. So say if I'm on the couch and my wallet is in the kitchen, I didn't even have to get up, which is my favorite thing. Stop leaving sales on the table, switch your business to Shopify and discover why millions trust Shopify as their all-in-one commerce platform to build, grow and run their business. So sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash weekly planet or lowercase. That's one month for just $1 at shopify.com slash weekly planet. Shopify.com slash weekly planet. Cha-ching sound effects. You've probably heard this or maybe you've even experienced it. A business gets to a certain size and then the cracks start to emerge. Things that used to take like a day and now taking a week. There's too many manual processes just grinding away and you don't have that one source of truth. If this is you, you should know these three numbers. 37,025, 37,000. That's the number of businesses which have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, streamlining accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and a whole lot more. 25. NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less, close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down costs. 1. Because your business is one of a kind, so you get a customized solution for all of your KPIs, key performance indicators, in one efficient system with one source of truth. Manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. Everything you need to grow, all in one place. NetSuite allows you to have the power of all the information in one place to help you make more effective decisions as quickly as possible so you can keep moving, keep building, keep growing, or have more time off, whatever it is that you're looking to do. Right now, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance absolutely free at netsuite.com slash weeklyplanet. That's netsuite.com slash weeklyplanet to get your own KPI checklist. NetSuite.com slash Weekly Planet. Sometimes I think to myself, I sit back and I think, how can I choose my internet service provider? How can I? Because the sad thing is most of us have very little choice because ISPs operate like monopolies, and I hate the game Monopoly. It's a bad game in the regions they serve, correct? That's exactly right, James. Yeah. I'm that... mad with you. Good. I'm not as mad at I'm not I'm not as mad as you are. <laughs> We're mad together though. And I'm not mad at you, and I think that's the important <laughs> thing. Because I think you've You've discovered a solution to what, whatever the heck it is you're talking have. about. I absolutely have because they often use their monopoly power to take advantage of customers. I'm talking data caps. I'm talking streaming throttles. The list goes on. But worst of all, many ISPs, they log your internet activity and sell your data onto the big tech companies or advertisers. And so to prevent ISPs from seeing my internet activity, I protect all my devices with ExpressVPN. So what is ExpressVPN? Well, it's a simple app for your computer or your smartphone that encrypts all your data. I can't believe you didn't let me ask, what is ExpressVPN? Would you want to? No, it's too late now. You're right. You've I'm, ruined I'm, it. I'm already now into I'm it. Now I'm furious at you. <laughs> 
It encrypts all your network data and tunnels it through a secure VPN server so that your ISP cannot see any of your activity. Just think about how much of your life is on the internet. For me, Mason, it's all of it. For you? Yeah, pretty much all of it. Yeah. All my weird stuff. <laughs> and sadly, the list of pe- uh, people you've messaged, sites you've reached and videos you've watched gets tracked by tech giants who can then sell you information for profit. And that's the reason I recommend ExpressVPN as the best way to hide your online activity from your ISP. You just download the app, tap one button on your device, and you are protected. That's so easy. It's too easy. And ExpressVPN does all of this without... You think it should be slightly harder? No, I think it's good. Okay. Would you want it to you be... Said, you said too easy. Oh, like it was a bad thing. Yeah. So I should have said, it's too easy. Oh, that's nice. Is that yeah, better? Yeah, yeah, I cool. like it. And ExpressVPN does all this without slowing your internet connection... That's why it's rated the number one VPN service by CNET and wide. And that to me is very important because our internet is dog shit. It's atrocious. Yeah. So stop handing over your personal data to ISPs and other tech giants who mine your activity and sell off your information. Protect yourself with the VPN we trust to keep us private online. Visit expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N.com slash weeklyplanet to get three extra months Free. Go to expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet right now and you can learn more. To learn more. Express, express, express. VPN. VPN. Well, on with the show? Yeah, nice. Uh, Sweet Tooth. Yeah. So this uh, this just hit Netflix, eight episodes on on the Friday of just Mm. past. Uh, We also recently did the Sweet Tooth comic for... Big Sandwich. Speaking of, it's Indiana Jones this week. We yeah, did Raiders of the Lost Raiders of the Lost Ark commentary. If you do want to check that out, that's up at BigSandwich.co right because now. prior to that, we mm. watched uh, The Phantom. Yeah. And we were like, this is like a bad Indiana Jones. And then the light bulb moment, we, said, we should quit doing this podcast. <laughs> Wait. Wait. Follow-up idea. Let's do Raiders of the Lost Ark. That's right, A yeah. good Indiana Jones movie. That's right. Uh, so that'll be there. But anyways, we also recently did an episode on Sweet Tooth where we talked about the comic. Yeah. And now via Warner Brothers and Team Downey, which is the Down- the Downey. Um, the Downey Brothers. The Downey. <laughs> Robert and Susan Downey. <laughs> That's right. So they're, they're bringing this Jeff Lemire comic to yeah. TV. And I would say also, if you're a big fan of the comic. Yes. This is not it. Well, that's yeah. it's interesting because... And not, and not in a bad way, I should yeah, point Yeah, well, out, yeah. I mean, I guess it depends on your perspective. Yeah, for me, I should say. It depends yeah. on your perspective and it depends, I think, on how you are feeling about mm. the current world that we live in, yeah. I think. So, like, so for people who haven't read the comic book, it's both written and illustrated by Jeff Lemire, mm-hmm. who's sort of, uh, who's, who's done many comic books, like many, he's, he's worked for Marvel and DC, but he's done many of his own things in all sorts of different yep. genres like fantasy and sci-fi and just regular, regular life yeah, comic regular books, life if stuff. you can even imagine. Essex County. Essex County, there's a little reference a little to that, in, to that. In, yeah. in the TV series. But the comic book is it about, uh, there's, it's, a, it's a world in which there's a, a, a deadly virus, yep. covers the world, and mm-hmm. at the same time, Children start being born with animal features, mm-hmm. and nobody's quite sure: did one cause the other? Is it a coincidence? Mm-hmm. Probably not a coincidence. Um, it's not, is no, it? It's not. No. Do they spread the virus? Yeah. Are they the cure for the virus? Yes. Yeah, so all all yeah. these questions come up, and you know the, the world's population is devastated. <laughs> so I just looked over, and the goat puppet was staring at me <laughs> as I'm talking about animal people. Uh-huh. The goat puppet sits at the table with us for those people. Here's to you, James. <laughs> Toasts to you from the goat puppet. That was a very odd moment. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, go um, on. <laughs> mate, you are losing it. I am. You're, you're losing it. Um, yeah, so 
so yeah, so so the you know the world the world is in decline. People are you know scared and losing and very mm. you know very they're they're turning they're turning on each other. People are hunting these hybrid children for whatever reason. Yep. And the comic book is super grim. It's so sad. It's uh it's and the boy is so sad and thin. Everybody's so sad. Every, I've just everybody had you know like we everyone just, looks like a broken twig. Yeah, they really do. Like you know how you d- might describe somebody as having like sad deer eyes. Yeah, and you'd imagine it because in this series, Sweet Tooth Gus yes. is half deer, yeah. or partly deer, and in the comic book he has sad deer eyes. But mm. so does everybody else. Everybody's yes. got sad deer eyes. Everybody's under their eyes. Yeah, everybody is sad and tired and 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 afraid of everything and yep. paranoid and exhausted mm. and just yeah it's like the road meets bambi as, as has been described yes and this, but it's more the road it's de- it's <laughs> mostly the road yeah and this tv series is different and we got a a clue from that when the trailers came yes. out because they were quite upbeat yeah and then i think when it was like on netflix it was like coming soon and the tags on it were heartwarming uplifting yeah. family fun. friendly fun kind of thing and we're like is this going to be a a weird twist mm. No, yeah, it's just kind of not. It's yeah, it's just like a. I mean, there are like stakes and terrible things happen. Yes, but it's it's more kind of ethereal and uh, like you mentioned, he's like a little cherub boy. Yeah, it's more of a. It's more. I felt it was. You know, it's a little bit like a fable because we've got. Yes, we've got James Brolin doing the narration. Is that who it is? Yes, James Brolin. I think. Okay, thank you. Um, but and it's kind of like you know Gus was a very special boy and we're going to start this story at the he beginning because that's he where you start he stories. Have a, he didn't have a gun. <laughs> In the comic, he might have had a gun at one point. A, well, and uh, you know, and yeah. Well, what's interesting is because when something is usually adapted from one mm. format to another, maybe a comic book to a movie or a TV series to a movie or whatever, the inclination I think and has been for the last twenty years has been make it grimmer and grittier. Yes, but it's not a rule. No. Like it's not it's in, because you get something like Batman yeah. and you know a big franchise sometimes they make it silly like sometimes they'll do a Lego Batman like we mentioned yeah. earlier and and that totally works but mm. it's interesting that they've gone okay this property that people have never seen before most likely and will probably not see again after this yeah because they'll cancel it <laughs> well, I, I mean they might cancel it but they might be like this is all the story we Wanted to tell me. No, I, I do all, if if they they can easily do another. Oh, okay, one. great. Yeah, um, but they're like, let's make it more light and fun. And yeah. I think you know that's a legitimate. Mm. It. I mean, and the, there will be people in the world who are like, I liked it how it was in the comic books. Yes. Uh, you've you've ruined this, and but that, you that would be the same with almost anything when people mm. they went. Oh, I loved you know silly Power Rangers stuff. Why did you make it darker and grittier for yeah. that reboot? Why didn't you make it sillier? Yeah. So for me, look, I I can un- I can understand why you would be upset because it is very different, but it worked for me. And maybe just at the moment, I didn't want to watch. Like I I read it recently. Yeah, yeah. And it's very good. Like yeah, don't get me wrong, yeah. it's excellent, but it's so sad. <laughs> and it's and maybe I was just not in the mood for a really sad, tragic. Well, I wonder because at the moment. I I looked it up and apparently. Team Downey, mm. the Downey brothers, yeah. got the rights to this several years, like 2018 or something okay, like that. Sure. And I wonder if they'd always intended it to be a lighter take on this. Yeah, right. Or because they they filmed it during some of it during COVID. They must have, yeah. I I wonder if they were they'd always intended it to be like that, or if they went, they literally looked at the world and went, people do not want, yeah, like we have to make this because mm. we've we've got everything together. And With a dynamic downy duo, we've we've got all our investors' yeah. money. Uh, so do we? 
do we tweak it so it's more positive and it makes mm. people feel because it is a it's a it's a show about a plague and a yeah. you know ruining the world and we see and, masks and, and a bunch of people stuff. are panicking yeah. and all that sort of stuff. But yeah, so they've a lot of it has changed. So for example, um, we get Will Forte as his dad. Yes, and in the comic books, that guy. He's a lunatic. He's unhinged. He's a he's a lunatic. He's probably he's, a bad guy. Well, that's the thing. Like it's it's Sweet Tooth's mother isn't there in yeah. the, in the in either version. But in in the in the comic book, he's like he's like a he's a religious zealot. He's sort of a zealot. He's a anti, cultist, anti technology, anti like yeah. And he's kind of like just just babbling everything. to himself. And it's always like sweet. Oh, no, it's because he's Gus. He doesn't get the name until yeah. later, but he's like, Gus, you don't go out to the – you never leave the forest. Don't ever leave the forest. There's devils in there, blah, blah, blah. But in this one, he's like a genuinely loving, yeah. like likable dad, yep. and he and he's having fun with a kid. There's no fun in the comic book. There's no fun before. Not even for a second. Yeah. If there's fun, it's because it's a trap in the comic. Yeah, and in the in the comic book, there's, I guess, some slight spoilers for the first episode. In yeah. the comic book – he just dies of the virus eventually. Yeah. But in the t- in the TV series, he dies because he's bravely defending his son yes. and their, their property from various hunters and poachers yeah. and bad people. You don't really see it. Yeah. It's mostly off camera. But he's like, I'm doing this. Mm. You know, I'm I'm gonna eventually. You know, I'm gonna pass away because I my my injuries. Yeah. And he also gets he also gets sick. But yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. And I think and they also changed Jeopard. For one, he's a hockey player in the comic. Yes. And uh in this he's a football player or a former football player. And in and I guess we'll do some slight spoilers. Yeah, but so it's, so it's, so yeah. Gus's father dies. Yep. And then he learns of a he he um learns of a sanctuary. Learns of a sanctuary and he learns that maybe his mother is out in Colorado. Yes. And so once he gets a visit from this this big man mm. uh who's crossing America to, you know, just get away from everything and just be alone. Yeah. He's like, Big man, you gotta take me with you. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna I, I wanna go to Colorado, you know, we'll we'll team up and yes. of course because this guy's he's got, got a heart of gold on. and not a monster. Yeah. Uh, he's but like, he's, got, he's got he's like, I don't want to do this or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But in the comic he, the initial reason reason that he takes Gus is because he's just going to sell him to some to some scientists, some scientists. Yeah. and to get the bones of his dead get the bones wife. yeah to get the bones of his dead wife and there's none of that like he's not mm. he's reluctant to take him because he just doesn't want to do it yeah. and he doesn't want the responsibility or to get close to and anybody he, he doesn't want to connect emotionally yeah but he's not there is never that moment and I'm like is this coming and I'm like from very early on I'm like I don't think it is I don't mm. think they're going this way so. It's different. I saw that IGN gave it like a five, and I'm like, out of ten, yeah. I'm like, this is oh. not a for me. It's it's yeah. not a five show. Okay, but uh, it's it's. But I I think it's one of those things that I what I what I did like about it is it was more hopeful because in the comic, like they're like, oh, we got to go to this place. Let's get to this place, and they get to this place that they've been talking about for issues and issues. And it's just a shed in a fence. Yeah. Like and everything that they visit is just a set shed in the fence or a hole in the ground <laughs> or an abandoned building with a guy with a sniper rifle a in it. And it a net or whatever. Net. But here it's... We're here to, we're, we're here, we're here to uh, uh, go to the preserve where the uh, animal children can live free. Oh, it's just a net. <laughs> just a big net. Just starving this big net. But here it's like you visit like an abandoned zoo and it's been kind of refitted and whatever. Yeah. And all these kind of different communities which that just doesn't exist in the comic yeah. mm-hmm. um, which I think also again makes the comic interesting because yeah. you're constantly like there is literally not a safe place. Yeah, yeah. I think they eventually end up in a mine or in a 
in the side of a mountain or something in a bunker. I can't remember. In a net. In a net. And eventually in a net. Yeah. But um, and also it does a lot of kind of looking forward because in the comic, this is something that is also from the comic, the next generation of kids that are coming up are like animal people, mm. right, And they and which is the same in this. And it is that thing of like there's this dying older generation grasping onto the way that things used to be. Yeah. And they're pushing back against this like rising tide of – just like you're done, it's over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there is, I do get the sense of that. That is also happening kind of mm. now in the real world of like the people who run the country are getting old. Sure, not the country, the planet, I yeah. should say. And the country we call Earth. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And you know, we we're kind of on the precipice of hopefully a change for the better. And yeah. this kind of has that message yeah, yeah. as well in it. This one is also, I feel, more of an ensemble in terms of mm. we're getting other, I mean, but I, again, I, I've only watched half of it, but like yeah. we, we're getting more stories of people who are also caught up in this, mm. uh, whereas in the in the comic books, it's I remember it just mostly being, you know, a sad journey of two sad people. <laughs> yeah. But in this it's like, okay, well, what about the doctor who was delivering some of those yes. babies? We're going to get more of that. And do, do the stories tie in together? Yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah. 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 And it, uh, again, it's like like most Netflix series and all series, it's like come back next year, which is kind of annoying as well. <laughs> sure. <laughs> come yeah. back next year. We're definitely doing a season two. Yeah, I think it seems like they will of this. It's, it is looking good. But um, they also change things like there are a bunch of animal hybrid children that show up in this. Um, and the comic, and in the in the in this, they're all kind of cutesy, and they've got like little pig noses, and yeah, there's yeah. a little ferret, whatever. But in the the comic, they're just like, all snakes. Half of them are monsters. Yeah, like the league they're like gun- nonverbal. Yeah. yeah, the league yeah. villain in this has like a pack of like coyote children mm. that he just sets on people. Like they're yeah. just they're just animals essentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this is that's not the case here. There's yeah, a, it seems it's like it's a little in, gopher boy. And yeah, yeah, because in this uh, this and in the comic book. Gus was raised by his father and taught him to read and talk and hunt and mm. survive and all this sort of stuff. But in but a lot of the a lot of the animal kids were sort of left to their own devices, so they're not really yeah they're they're not mm. uh, they're not full not full people. No, it's also not as gory as the comic when they would just cave someone's head in with a baseball bat. That's and, true, yeah. And go to the next town and do that again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's uh, a lot of the comic is that. But no, look. I mean, I don't really have much else to say with it without doing all the spoilers because yeah, a lot yeah. of stuff we talked about is, is early on. Mm-hmm. But I, I found it, I, I really liked it. I think it's I was, enjoyable. I think yeah. it's a delightful fable. It also felt brisker than Jupiter's Legacy as well. That's true. Yeah. Like I, I just, yeah, I flew through this a yeah, couple yeah. of nights. It yeah. feels like, it feels to me like a fable. It feels kind of a little bit like a... Maybe it's just the narration, but it feels like a Good Omens or like a sure, yeah, it feels more like a like a British show. Yeah, okay. I don't know why that is. Pete's Dragon. Yeah, like, like a Pete's, Pete's Dragon, Dragon, a show I've never seen, or a movie. <laughs> I don't know what that is. <laughs> yeah, or like a Hitchhiker's Guide. Like sure, it's, yeah, it's got more whimsy than than a lot of American. Do you think stuff Josh maybe? Brolin is going to end up being somebody at the end? He's going to be like James an old, Brolin. James Brolin, sorry, like an older version oh, of maybe. one of the characters, maybe. Maybe old Gus. That's right. Yeah. If he makes it through, yeah. who knows? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's also, it's well acted. It's that's good. True, like, yeah. I think it's well cast and well acted. I mean, that's the thing. You 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 got a show with kids in it. Yeah, those kids can't be annoying. Yeah, you will. He's go got there. uh, he's because he's got deer ears. Yeah, They're re- remote controlled off camera, uh-huh. so somebody's wigg- wiggling his deer ears around. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if he has like deer powers in the comic. I can't remember. Does he? Like, what's a deer power? Because he can like smell things, Urine? and he's got like night vision and stuff. Ah, and he can smell things from a distance. I thought he was. 
Initially, I thought he was wearing night vision goggles. Okay, no, they, his eyes do that. Okay, yeah. right. Yeah. Cool. Mm. But I can't remember whether that's a thing in the comic. Anyway, Mason. No, nah, he's probably got sad vision. Yeah. <laughs> he can just see sad things, and then he approaches the sad things. And he's like, hey, can I make things more sad over here? <laughs> I'm here to, uh, yeah. I'm here to ruin everyone's day. <laughs> I mean, I know it was already ruined because of the stuff that's happening, but I'm here to make things worse. <laughs> can I have some of your food? You, you don't have a lot of food. Can I have your food? But I want some. I want, yeah. I want your food, please. All right, should we do the next segment Let's of the show? Let's do the next segment. Do you know what it's called, though? It's called What We Reading. Yeah. What We Gonna Read. That's what it's called. Yeah. Let's get it going. I'm doing the theme. Westworld. <laughs> Thank you. Um, what are you Westworlding, Mason? Uh, I've been, let me think. Uh, what do you got first? I've been uh, watching Superman and Lois because it's back. Oh, it is back. Okay, great. It's really good. Great, great, great. Uh, not to spoil it because uh, okay. you're not not up to something. But Here they, comes a big spoiler, folks. No, I'm not going to do it. Because <laughs> okay. uh, they, but they introduce a character that's like, didn't see that coming. Oh, and in a good way. I'm like, huh, really good. All right, oh. yeah. Spider Man. Yeah, it's Spider Man. Whoa, yeah, how'd they do that? How'd they get the? They just did it. Just <laughs> wow, <laughs> wow. Yeah, they just took it from the movie as well. Just, just Andrew Garfield Spider Man. Just clips from that movie. in. Wow. They did that thing where they animate some lips on it. Not even. Whoa. <laughs> Does he talk to Superman? Does he just no. say stuff from. They just cut to it. Whoa. Also, they would get Superman to be like, hope you're in, have, having fun in New York City, Spider Man. And he's like, I'm going to stop Electro. <laughs> well, good luck, Spider Man. And he gives him a big, big salute. <laughs> But then, like, Tyler Herklet's like, oh, do I got to do this? <laughs> what am right. I, is it a Superman show? What are we doing here? No, we're no, changing no. it to Superman and Lois and Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man. Sp- Spider-Man is more popular, so we're going to do this until... <laughs> they stop us. Until they stop us. So every scene is now, like, Superman and Lois, instead of being like, man, I hope our kids are okay, you know, they're developing powers and stuff, and I hope they're, you know, not... You know, I hope they're okay with us, you know, we leave them sometimes. But now it's just like, I hope Spider-Man's doing okay. <laughs> what do you think, Clark? Yeah, I hope Spider-Man's yeah. doing okay as well, Lois. <laughs> what do you reckon he's up to? I don't know, Dane Dehan's got a green moss yeah, disease probably. or something. Gwen Stacy. <laughs> yeah, that's coming up, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god! Great stuff. <laughs> yeah, uh, but it is a good show. Great. Um, I don't. You haven't continued watching it. At this no, point, I'm just behind. I'm not against it. I'm, yeah, I'm a big fan. But it's really, I, I really, grown. really like it. Yeah, that's great. Um, and it nice to have a good one. Isn't it surprises it? me every week that I don't hate it. Great. Yeah. So it's only a matter of time. Yeah. And Do you a, feel a certain tension? Of definitely. Like one week. It's I think that's be why bad. it's good though, because yeah. I'm like another good one. What What could it do to ruin itself for you? Just whatever happened to the CW. Oh, okay, sure, sure. Just becomes, I don't know. I mean, it's in the CW, right? No, no, oh, okay, maybe. Right. I don't know. Yeah, I have okay. no idea. They haven't They haven't done any crossovers yet. No, so. I think Arrow might be coming or something. Okay, I have no great. idea. But um, Great. It sort of is. Because, you right. know, they multi-dimensioned it and something. Oh, yeah, 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 they did, yeah. But yeah. I don't know because yeah. I stopped watching it. Yeah, it's true. They're just cutting to Spider-Man. <laughs> so. uh, what have I been watching? Yeah. Uh, I've been reading a book. I don't have it here, so I can't illustrate that to you nor prove that I've done it. But it's a book uh, by a woman named Sinead Stubbins. It's called In My Defense, I Have No Defense. Oh. And it's like a series of like short stories and essays about somebody like desperately like trying to be cool in their life okay. and failing miserably. It's just like fun kind of slice of life stories, which is good. Do you, and so w- w- was this a new book? This is a new book. It came out recently. A lot of people on my Instagram feed were like, you should check out this book. You specifically? 
No, just generally. Oh. And I'm like, I think you're friends with this person, mm. and so maybe these this is biased, but I'll get it. I'll read it on my own and see if it's good, and it is good. It's he good did, fun. he's done it. I think, I think Sinead works on a bunch of Australian TV stuff. Oh, it's an Australian book. Cool. Yes, yeah, an Australian book. So I don't, I don't know if you can get it in the US, but probably. So it's... Um, I mean, it's a book. She so. writes for The Weekly, that Charlie Pickering show. Yes, And okay. she writes for Pedestrian TV and stuff like that. So. Pedestrian TV? Is that a Pedestrian YouTube? Pedestrian.tv is like a... Like a cool kids uh, okay. uh, uh, website. Zine. Zine website, Zine. Yeah, yeah, Zine. Uh, what else? Zine. I've listened to some podcasts. I listen to a podcast called The Good Stuff, mm-hmm. which is an Australian podcast. It's um, two comedians, Sam Taunton, who I know. And, like um, like the Star Wars horse? What? Taunton. Oh, yeah, like the Star Wars horse. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah, that's right. That's how they introduce him on stage. <laughs> uh, I, uh, I know Sam, uh, but also Tom Cashman, who I've met once, mm. and they just they have chats with comedians. It's just a good – it's it's a, like an old-school podcast where it's just a bunch no of – No gimmick? No gimmick. Just they don't a, have to eat a hot sauce? No, nobody's eating a hot sauce. I don't know what they're doing. <laughs> so it's just uh, comedians having a fun yeah. and nice, genial chat. It's cool. good. It's good to, like, shotgun a bunch of episodes if you like, you know, if you like uh, – Aussie mm. comedians just having a nice chat. Yeah. And I listen to another podcast. Uh, it is called Worst Gigs. It's by Frankie McNair. And she, mm. as the name suggests, talked, talks to comedians about their worst gigs. Excellent. And if you're like, man, you know, we're all locked down or whatever and there hasn't been a lot of comedy gigs or live yeah. music gigs or whatever, uh, and you're like, man, I wish there were some terrible gig stories I could hear about. You got them. Here they are. You got them in space. So it's really good. It's a good, good podcast. Terrific. Okay. Yeah. What do you think about how I think we've talked about this? How a lot of celebrity interviews are now like you got to shear this sheep, you got to talk to us about your movie, and you got to yeah. shear this sheep <laughs> right, or whatever. Yeah. Uh-huh. You got to uh, you, you, we're going to hang you out. You got to you got to clean the, the 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 glass on this skyscraper. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's always like yeah, yeah. a gimmick. Yeah, yeah. It must be annoying as a celebrity, right? To be like it's not just an interview. Yeah, it's now an interview the and a thing. Yeah. Uh huh. We're going to play 50 questions. Yeah, I think they could strip it back. A, but I mean, I th- you know. Because there's one good one is what I'm saying. Oh, once. Yeah. And, yeah, and the idea behind that is, well, that's, and that's the thing because what is good about Hot Ones is that it's a, it's a novelty to break people out of their comfort zone, but the questions are also very good. Yeah, exactly, yes. So, and that, that is key. But for a lot of them it's like, hey, you're washing these windows or whatever, <laughs> like high above in a skyscraper, you might die. But what, what was the funniest thing about working on your new movie? Yeah. It's like I don't – I, I, think, I think it should be like – I think the key is a good interviewer. There, I've, been listen, I've been watching on YouTube recently because mm. we're in the segment – Yo, uh, this sure. is from Funny I Die. I used to have a, a video segment called Under a Rock with Tig Notaro, mm. where Tig Notaro, comedian Tig Notaro, would have to interview somebody not knowing who they were because she doesn't, she's not oh, up on pop culture. Figure it out and she had to figure it out. And I think conceptually it was, it's a good idea. Yeah. Sounds impossible th- no now, right? Yeah, but I think there was too much novelty to it, like, because yeah. they were quite short. Yeah. And. Like the the celebrity would be given a bunch of like gimmicks and novelties. Mm. So like you know James Vanderbeek was on there, and he would be you know he'd have a picture of a creek, and he'd have you know all right. this other stuff, and he'd be like, "What do you think of this now?" And I think it would have been better because I like Tig as a person, and she she was seemingly a good interviewer. Yeah. If she just had quite a long conversation with someone, yeah, and she learned about them as a person, and then eventually figured it out. But I think it's sort of hamstrung by the idea of like, "Here's a picture of a creek." Here's a picture of a creek or whatever, and it's like this has to be short, mm. and it has to be kind of have bits in it and that yes. kind of stuff. 
know what I mean? Yeah, that, that makes sense to me. I, was, I think I think it was use. I think it was um, also like sponsored by Alexa, so they had to put an Alexa. Oh, in okay, there and, sure, yeah. Like it, the the, uh, the the problem is that everybody has to have a go at this sort of stuff and be like, "How about we added this? How about we added yes. this?" But I think the idea of Tig doesn't know any celebrities, so she has to figure out who this person was. Mm. I think that's a really great idea because she yeah. could learn about their life and their childhood. You get some and interesting questions stuff. out of that. Interesting as well. questions, right? And then, if, and then by chance, she would learn what they do and, and what their thing is. Yes. But to be like, here's your end game, and you've got to figure it out in ten minutes. Not as go. Good, yeah, absolutely. Um, one one thing I have been watching lately is um, the you know Conan's wrapping up, and I mentioned this earlier. Yeah, yeah. His talk show is so weird because there's no audience. So someone comes out to like nothing. All the audience are like cardboard cutouts and maybe Andy Richter sitting out there heckling. And then they'll just talk for like 30 minutes and it's just a talk. Like there's no gimmick or the questions aren't pre-planned and it, it spirals and they insult each other. And he's now transitioning to something else. And I think that is really interesting because well, actually, Eddie Burback, I don't know if you know him, he, he's done a couple of videos on how late night is just, it's dying and it's boring. And they come yeah, out right. and they're like, and Jimmy Fallon or Jimmy Kimmel or whoever is just like, like you mentioned, here's your new movie. And what was it like working with Tom Arnold or whatever? You know? Sure, yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. And it's like, who cares? And, it, and again, it's like four minutes and. They're all pre-prepared anecdotes yeah. and it doesn't seem real. And But that's you, you're right it, because there are now like Conan obviously now has no incentive to follow that format mm. because if it's ending anyway, yeah. he doesn't have to follow the rules. So that's that's where it's more interesting I think. Yeah. There was a show on Australian TV, like it was a political sketch comedy show called Tonightly. Are you talking about the David Tench Tonightly? <laughs> I mean, I'm always talking about the David Tench Tonightly, but there's a show called Tonightly, and it, mm. I think it got a lot funnier. Like it got, it yeah. was announced that it got cancelled and had like a couple of months left, and I think it got a lot funnier because they just did whatever. They just did whatever. It's like, well, what are you going to do? Cancel us? Yeah. So they should have you know. kept it at that point, really, shouldn't they? Yeah, I think so too. But they didn't. They didn't. And they brought back something bad, probably. Sure, David yeah. Tench tonight. <laughs> Look it up. We talk <laughs> about it, it every now and then. Every week we talk about it. <laughs> it was a CGI. <laughs> rotoscoped <laughs> talk show man wasn't it yeah sure was yeah mm-hmm. uh okay they should bring something like that back though oh, it probably exists right yeah definitely yeah yeah it's pepsi man it's pepsi man <laughs> but all these questions are pepsi man <laughs> do you want to uh, do the next let's segment? do letters yeah i got the letters theme right here i'm ready for it nice classic one was letters oh letters we love you some letters they're only You guys love us some letters, and you send us letters, and we read these letters, don't we, Mason? They're only a day away. That's right. In this case, they're here. They're They're ready to go, and then our hot little hand. (laughs) If you do, just our one single hand. If you don't reach the show, hashtag weeklyplanetpod or weeklyplanetpod at gmail.com to shoot over a Gmail. Would you like to kick us off, Mason? Uh, Here's one. Here's uh, something we've long wondered about on this podcast, but here's an answer. This is from uh, Shantanu. Mm. He says, mandatory intermission is decided by the cinemas and not the studios. So in some countries, they have an intermission in the middle of the movie. Italy, yeah. That's right. Uh, He says, quite a few weeks ago, you guys discussed whether in countries where intermission is mandatory, do the studios decide where the intermission will be or the cinemas? I'm from India, and I would like to tell you that the cinemas definitively decide on the intermission. I watched Infinity War twice, and the experience was vastly different both times because of the intermission. Uh, My first viewing was in the prestigious kind of cinema. So in Hmm. Infinity War, they decided to put the intermission when Thanos has the reality stone and takes Gamora with him, and Star-Lord is staring into the oblivion. So that's a good point. Great spot. That's like, uh, you know, a bit of a cliffhanger. 
Um, is intrigue and fear that Thanos has got the reality stone as well. Yep. The second time was in a garbage miniplex. They put an intermission right where Gamora stabs Thanos in the neck. <laughs> <laughs> it was my second time, so I knew that it was a construct of thought Thanos from the reality stone, but most people will it in the theatre, and a lot of people were saying, that's it, he's dead? It was that easy? Just stab him in the neck? <laughs> So I know how putting intermission at critical points can change your movie-going experience. Well, that's okay. This is good to know. I didn't know that. Uh, I wonder, is movies this in India. Bollywood are scripted, keeping the intermission in mind because in India, until recently, yeah. most movies were clocking in close to three hours or more. Yeah. Can I be the officially the Bollywood correspondent of the pod? Absolutely. Please. You may. We need one. Yeah. That's that's that's, right. that's a hot topic. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if it's is it country specific. I mean, surely the studio could request it if they Maybe wanted they could to. Request right? it. Maybe they should request it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I think, or this, maybe it's another one of those things of like, honestly, like movie studios are like, the movie's out there and people are going to watch it. So yeah, you know how like a lot of the time a movie doesn't make sense and mm. people and and the stu- the the ultimate result of the studio is well, people aren't there for the plot. No, they're there for the explosion. So once it's out there, it's out there. Yeah, they're there to give us money. Mm. I, every time I edit a video, I'm like, I should put in a couple of second pauses where the ad breaks are going to be, because ah. otherwise you've got to find them in the video. That's true. You've got to wait for like a pause. So I should I should do that. That's reminded me. But no, that's interesting. That's yes. really interesting. Anyway, I still I'm still for them. Put them in. Mm. Put them in. But I don't want to talk to anybody in the intermission. I don't okay. want to come out and talk about what I think is going to happen or what you think is going to happen. Walls should come down around. Walls should come down. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Everyone goes to their own toilet cubicles with Even headphones on. If they don't on. need to go, yep, with headphones on. Okay, right. And they're forced to wee. That's right. Cowboy on your microphone. It's annoying me, Mason. Did you put that there? Yeah, that's right. I knew it. As if I could get a cobweb on this microphone because <laughs> of all the hot content I shoot through it every week. As if it would develop any right. cobwebs. You're absolutely right. Madness. I've got a tweet here from James Michael Parry who says, hashtag Weekly Planet Pod. Please. Having just rewatched Game of Thrones and enjoyed it, particularly the ending uh, more than the first time, is there anything you've revisited and found it significantly more fun than the first time? Around, Ooh. I do have an example, but go why ahead. don't you no, give? Go ahead. Oh, oh, okay. You give your example. <laughs> Mine is Moulin Rouge. Okay. When I first watched that, I'm like, yeah. "This is the worst movie I've ever seen." It's okay. just an absolute assault of like terrible covers and kicking legs at the screen and what people screaming at <laughs> each other. And then I kind of sat on it for like a month, uh-huh. and then I went, I'm, "I'm for some reason I'm like I'm gonna rewatch this," and it just kind of clicked with me. Okay, and it, I just think it's a, a it's a wonderful and weird movie. There you go. Yeah. Ah, uh, boy. Well, I haven't rewatched Tenet yet, so I can't. Oh, yeah, you've been talking. You've yeah, got but, it though, don't you? Yeah, I got it. Yeah, but yeah. I. Ah. Uh, uh, How's it going back to the Fast and Furious films at the moment? Terrific. <laughs> What's good, James? What is good? What is good? You know. Yeah. You know what? Probably I couldn't give you a specific example right now, but sure. a lot of older and slower stuff. Like yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, you know, from like the sixties or the seventies. A great escape. Yeah, great escape a would Butch be a good Cassidy. example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Butch Cassidy was probably the first time I saw that. I'm like, yeah, boring. But I think I rewatched that on your recommendation. Yeah, right. And I'm like, oh no, this is as a grown up person. Yeah, this is quite good. This is quite good, especially yeah. when you're like, this is all real. It's all, yeah, you know, yeah. They're definitely that's they true, did yeah. all of it. Yeah, uh, yeah. And I think that's probably the you know that it's riding that bike backwards. <laughs> It's really him. And it is a case of, I think with a lot of old stuff, it is a case of like, well, um, newer movies have done that and they've done it better. Yeah. So if you've, if you've started on the newer stuff, you go back to an old thing and you're like, oh, this, is, this is pretty basic and you miss, you know, you miss the great character stuff. You might miss yes. the great story stuff because you're like, well, this, well I've, seen a, I've seen a wagon train blow up before, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. Yeah. So old stuff is my example. Old, yeah, all old stuff is better. Every old, yes. Or worse. Yeah. Sometimes you go back and you're like, this is 
lab, the labyrinth and it's bad mm, maybe. Yeah, oh, I never yeah. saw the labyrinth yeah. growing up. Uh, here's an email from Gabe. Uh, this, this is the one I mentioned earlier. It says, was, was Claire getting turned? Yeah, big time. <laughs> uh, I got the impression she was pretty lit. She was lit with family, family family drama. Family drama. We're thinking of starting a family vlog channel, and I just do pranks where I pretend I've killed our kids. You know those things. Yeah, terrific, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know they like throw them off a balcony or whatever, run them over the car, and then they're like, (laughs) "We fucking got you." I mean, they're all fake. Yeah, they're like, "What a horrible thing to do." Just, just, just ruin your wife's heart health. You know, one (laughs) shock at a time. How many times do you think you would be able to do that before Claire was like? I know this is not a trick. I know I this is I could trick. do it every time. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I planned it out well enough. And also if, if she was like, if she felt like, oh, yeah. Because she's know, got empathy and I would take advantage of that. That's true. And eventually she'd be like, well, maybe this is the time he's lost his mind. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's probably true. If he's doing this, he's unhinged in the first yeah, place. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, what else? What, you got another one? Because I got another one here. If you're... Uh, yeah, no, go for it. Uh, Rahith says, hashtag Weekly Planet Pod. What do you guys think of the new Superman and Lois TV show? Did you catch up? I've talked about this. Is Tyler your favourite modern version of Superman? And do you think Jordan Kent has a place in the comics? Because I'm sick of uh, Jonathan Kent being a replacement Superman. But I, th- I think that's where we differ from uh, from Rahith because we both like Jonathan Kent as a yeah. character, don't uh-huh. we, in the comics? Because you've, you've talked about how there was the promise for years that Superman's son was going to become Superman. Yeah. And then they, and then just, they just keep resetting never, history. Never, yeah. But it's sort of – it's happening yeah. For real yeah, yeah. now, yeah. I mean, for now. For now. For the Do next, it. when did they reboot? For the next eight years. Yeah, exactly. And then Until the Watchmen will... come back. And then, yeah, then we'll ruin reboot everything. everything. Um, yeah. No, I do think uh, Tyler Herklin is a is a very good Superman. Yeah. Yeah. And look, they've, you know, and but Cavill has the potential to be a great. He, He's he, got good, like, yeah, Tyler Herklin has good material at this show as yeah, well. Yeah, that's almost. He can do it so all. He can come home and yeah. put on a flannel shirt and be like, Stop me with this tractor or whatever. Yeah. And then he'll punch Lex Luthor in the head. Mm. Yeah. Here's an email. This sure. is from Matthew. He says, I'm a very long time listener to the show. How long? My... Just says very long time. Okay. Uh, time is relative, uh, but whatever. That's... <laughs> this is my first time writing in. So I was on my first flight today since the pandemic to go and see my grandmother for her birthday. Nice. We haven't seen in almost two years. Whoa. I really, really hate flying, but mostly takeoff and landing. But with you, listening to you two, it really helped calm me down and made the flight as enjoyable as a flight can be. Happy to help. Thank you so much for this and being one of the first things me and my best friend bonded over. Ah. Can I be the official nervous Irishman of the podcast? Many thanks, you can. And I share that. You got it. I do not, I do yeah, not care not a flyer, for flying right? either. Yeah. Which I didn't know about you until we were on a plane together. And then you're like, oh, by <laughs> and the I was way. like, let me out. <laughs> I'm like, no, ah. we're in the sky. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Not important. <laughs> how do you st- how do you feel about it now? Well, I, haven't, or... I haven't I haven't been on, on a, while, I haven't been on a plane in ages. Yeah, but was that... there's always drugs. Yes, so... exactly. Was was you as a kid? Were you the same, or was it something you developed? And do you know like where it comes from? No, or is I it don't. like a completely rational fear because you're flying in the sky? Which I think is like if you're afraid of flying, it's like yeah. Yeah, but I mean, statistically speaking, it isn't right. I know, but you're yeah. still flying in the yeah, sky. Yeah, no, I think it's developed over the years. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. But there's always drugs. There's always drugs. There's always drugs. Yeah. As many as you can take. Yeah, that's right. As many as you can stuff down that's your That's right. Gob. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anything else or should we wrap it up? Uh, this one says Fred Durst's story. All right. This email from William. It says Fred Durst's story. Let's we, go. We would end here, but sight unseen, we're going to read the Fred Durst story. Uh, it's from William. I grew up in Jacksonville. Look, first of all, this pod, this this email has nothing to do with the podcast. <laughs> But Whatever. irrelevant because you've, you've got us with a good headline. Yeah. Maybe he's emailed this to a bunch of podcasts. But here Maybe, we go. yeah. 
I grew up in Jacksonville, which, as you know, is the birthplace of Limp Biscuit. Nah. And I and a woman I work with actually knew him. I'm assuming Fred Durst. Her husband was a drummer and for a short period was in Durst's band right before they became Limp Biscuit. Yeah. Uh, Apparently he is the one person she has ever forbid her husband from bringing back to the house because he was a loud asshole and would come over half cut. Yep, fair enough. Figure even if you don't read out of this pod, it will give you both a chuckle. (laughs) Yes, it will. I mean, that's, you know. I mean, look. He's probably matured since then. He's probably matured. Yeah. And he probably did it all for the nookie. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's why he does anything. Maybe he likes to go to people's houses and... Break Stuff, also the title of one of their songs. Maybe it's a bad band. (laughs) And maybe they were never good. Maybe. But they're rich. Yep, that's true. Can you imagine a band like that coming out now and being like, get ready for this? Because I know, obviously it's different because we've passed through that era. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But imagine somebody like that appearing now. (laughs) Just out of nowhere. (laughs) Like a bad smell. Oh, here's here's, here's another one. This one says, true story of Gene Simmons. All right. right. Here we go. Because uh, recently we did a yeah, our yeah. time crapshoot. We, we yeah we talked about yeah. Gene Simmons. Hey guys, Jesse here. If you're not aware, Gene Simmons of Kiss married Shannon Tweed, who was born and raised in Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. I did not know my that. home. In 2010, a very good friend of mine worked as a hostess at one of Saskatoon's top restaurants, Earls. And Gene and Shannon came in. It was Christmas time, so it was assumed they came to be with Shannon Tweed's family. Sure. My friend approached them at the front to bring them to the table. Gene replied, how long have you worked at this establishment? She responded, three years. Gene then said, well, you've kept me and the, my wife waiting here for 50 seconds, so if I were to purchase this establishment and if you're smart enough to know who I am, I absolutely could, you would be looking for another job. So Ugh. pray that the waitress is more efficient than the hostess. Show us to our table, please. Ugh. Yuck. I mean, again, if that's true, sure. but... Ugh. I mean, it sounds true, doesn't it? He's the worst. Yeah, no good, this guy. <laughs> again, as I mentioned on the podcast, every story I've ever heard, mm-hmm. every anecdote, every interview he's ever done, yep. there's just nothing about him that that has ever been like, yeah, he's all right. Mm. Even all right. Sure, yeah. yeah. Just the worst. But they did write that song, I Was Made For Loving You, that goes... I don't think it's... It's not worth it. It's not worth it, is it? It's not worth it, no. Yeah. Anyways, I guess that if you got any other, uh, even some good celebrity stories, sure. don't make them up. We can't tell. No. But don't. But we can sort of tell. If we can sort of tell. But we can't tell. But we can't tell. Yeah, yeah. We don't know. Mm. We'd love to hear them. Mm. Uh, maybe we could do like a celebrity corner. Sure. Good or bad. Well, I mean, we used to have obviously Dave Coulier. Yes. A segment where uh, people would email in with terrible things Dave Coulier had done. Yes. And we probably had another segment. We probably had another segment. <laughs> About different people. Definitely. Yeah. Anyway, should we, get, should we wrap it up Let's then? wrap it all up, folks. Thank you so much for listening to the episode. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope everybody's doing all right out there. Uh, thank you for listening and subscribing and telling a friend or lying to a friend to get them thank to listen to the podcast. Any lies. If you want to email in with uh, lies. Tell us if be, it's a lie, though. We'll definitely appreciate that. Just yeah. if you lied to a friend to get them to listen. Or if you were lied to, we would appreciate that very much and you've stuck around. Or if you listen solely to this episode based on a lie and you're like, I'll never listen again. I want to hear that, too. <laughs> uh, but also, thank you for leaving a five-star review, James. You've got one Got there? a couple right here, mate. And you can just do it in app. Butter being here you go. Here's your review you could say to yourself. Uh, <laughs> you can even say butter. Of being there's your review. Definitely. Uh, Jahuba says, great pod. Great pod, best pod, funniest pod, happy pod, comic pod, pod West pod, pod West world pod, thumbs up pod, five star pod. Thank you. What about this one? Heath says. Sounds like he's having a manic episode. I'm I'm here for it. Me too. What a great podcast, am I right? Just a couple of guys talking about all the things you want to hear, or at least some of them. Give it a listen. You won't regret it. Or don't, but you definitely should, unless you don't want to. But do it anyway. (laughs) 
So, yeah. That's the kind of review we should probably put at the start of the episode. So mm. if you've been tricked into listening to it, you're like, I don't know about this, but then you hear great pod, <laughs> fine pod, terrific pod. Terrific pod. Pod, 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 pod. Podcast. Podcast. Folks, if you want to get into contact with us, you can go to Weekly Planet Pod at Facebook, at Gmail, at Twitter, at Bandcamp. Uh, you can go to the Planet Broadcasting website at planetbroadcasting.com. You can sign up to the newsletter from the great Rob Collings. He's at Raw Collings on Twitter. He's at The Weekly Planet on Twitter. That's right. On Twitter, I am Wikipedia Brown. On Instagram, I'm Nick Maso, N-I-C-K-M-A-S-E-A-U. James, you're Mr. Sunday Movies everywhere. All places, that's right. You can right. also go to the Planet Broadcasting Great Mates Facebook group. You can have all kinds of fun chats with like 15,000 bloody... How many are in there yeah. now? Yeah. You can My also goodness. go to the uh, Weekly Planet uh, pod Reddit, which also has about 15,000 people. Wow. 15,000 competing groups. 15,000 competing... Warriors. <laughs> That's how right. I think of them. Me too, actually. Um, folks, if you want to support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash Mr. Sunday Movies. Yep. Uh, you can chuck in a buck. You can also go to bigsandwich.co. You can sign up there for nine US dollar dues per month. What a bargain. Huge you back catalogue. Huge back catalogue of just bonus podcasts and commentaries and silly stuff. Yep, yep, yep. Very silly, getting sillier probably. That's right, exactly. Next week, what is it? Dunno. Definitely a thing. Probably a new, new thing will come out, ha- or, or we'll do a topic episode. Yeah. I mean, if all else fails, we can do a Harry Potter yep. episode. That's right. Oh, don't we'll, say that. We got two in the bag. Don't just say that. Case. People will never stop asking about us. No, I well, I mean, we got to we got to get them. We got to do them. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's a few guests that I do want to get on, which you can't at the moment because of lockdown. No, but that's hopefully true. Soon. Um, but we got we got t-shirts on tpublic.com. Just search for the Weekly Planet. Mm-hmm. Just get us the silliest one you can think of. You that's can right. see. Doesn't have to be one of ours. Just we don't care. Just make sure it isn't somebody who's just copied the JPEG of our logo and put yeah. it on a T-shirt. Someone who's a big a fan. Who's a massive, yeah, massive, massive, massive fan. big fan. That's right. Yeah. Thank you to The Brute and The Basilisk and Rackham for all the musical themes. And that is the whole show. What do you think of that, James? I love what you've done there. Thank I'm a big you. fan. Uh, again, uh, thank you for listening. We'll be back next week. And Caravan of Garbage this week, Fast and Furious, Loki reviews. It's all happening. Isn't That's amazing? right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Thanks every, thanks very much, very body. Thanks every much, very body. <laughs> That's <laughs> your new catchphrase, James. I love it. I've and already forgotten look, it. It's thanks every – no, I've also forgotten it. Thanks every much, very body. <laughs> Go. Goodbye. Grab that jam, folks. We will see you next week. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's up to you. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.